This week on Myopia of Movies, we are going once more behind the paywall to get part one of two of three of the final Harry Potter movies. This again, for those of you who don't know, was behind our Patreon for all of last year. So if you wanted to hear it, all you have to do is join the Patreon, baby. Uh, there's a lot. There's over a day and a half of content behind there. Uh, and if you count our back catalog, uh, the first hundred or so episodes, it's even more than that. Every so often, of course, we release something from behind it. But still, uh, there are movie riffs, and there are Bond episodes, and there are full-length episodes. It's a blast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me again. Awesome. So we're going to do both parts of separate podcasts. Um, just because they're separate movies, and there's a whole lot to talk about, and... I don't know if you guys want a four-hour podcast, so we're going to split it uh, up a little bit. I, I feel like a curmudgeon. It's like, they made me pay for two movie tickets, therefore there's going to be two <laughs> separate podcasts, goddammit. Well, I mean, they came out a year apart, and I think I, I imagine they filmed them together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Harry yeah. looks like he's 25. Um, this whole time, he must have been shaving three times a day. They were 22, and sure. he was drunk most of the time. He was what? He was 22, and he was drunk most of the time. Why are you describing Nick most of the time? Why are you describing Nick on this podcast? <laughs> hey, 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 he hasn't drunk too much yet. I am on beer one, and I brought water this time. <gasps> oh, water. Ooh. That's the case. See, I actually had lunch today, so hopefully <laughs> I won't be as sloppy as last time. That's fine. Uh, well, I had and two gummies before I came. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk some magic. Yes. Um. So where do you want to start with this one? Well, I think Daniel should probably go through the plot synopsis for us. Well, it's going to be very tempting. Without any commentary. commentary. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Do you want me to do it? No, I'll, sure. I'll, no, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do yeah, it. Um, do it. Um, well, it's the first half of the final Harry Potter book where uh, the main trio, Hermione, Ron, and Harry, are looking for the Horcruxes. Already two are destroyed at this point in the movie. So they're looking for a few others, including the locket uh, from Slytherin, I believe. Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. Ravenclaw. No, 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 no it was Slytherin. Slytherin's Slytherin. locket. It is Slytherin. The tiara from Ravenclaw. The tiara's from Ravenclaw, but that's later. That's later. Mm -hmm. um, so this is about them trying to infiltrate, uh, and they're not at Hogwarts in this movie. This is about them trying to infiltrate the Ministry of Magic, find uh, the locket, and uh, ultimately try to destroy it. And along the way, and along the way, there are conflicts. Um, so I have stupid trivia here, which is only stupid because I thought of it, but this was the third, okay, this is a game we can play. This is the third highest grossing movie of this year, which is 2010. I'll give you a hint. We're going to see if you can name the other two. Oh, oh shit. no, no, no. 10 years I'll ago? I'll give you one hint. 10 years ago. Um, one of them also has Helena Bartham Carter in it. I think I know what both of them are, but I... It it wasn't Sweeney Todd, was it? Who was it was that? Not. that was she, she was the one who plays Beatrix Lestrange. Gotcha. She, it was the Alice in Wonderland live-action oh, remake. Live-action yes. Alice in Jesus. Wonderland was number two. Oh. And number one, do you know? The Avengers movie? Incorrect. Ooh. Toy Story 3 came out this year as really? well. I thought that was 2009. Mm. God, they all feel uh, so... It may have carried over. Oh, all right. Just like music, don't they do, like, you get the last... Uh, a couple weeks or something. Oh, December or something. Yeah. Yeah, that, that might be it. I know they do that for our, for our Grammys. 
And it might have been a thing, too, where they, like, released it around Christmas so that it went the next year so it could be nominated for the Academy Award. Then it won the Oscar for Best Animated and just went. But regardless... This is a better movie than Alice in Wonderland. So yeah, it is. It absolutely oh, is. That live action remake sucked. It was terrible. My mom, my mom, like at the time, before all of the beating of wives and husbands happened, I was a huge Johnny Depp fan too. So my mom got me that movie oh. when it came out, and it is literally ten years later still in the plastic. It is. Yeah, I that's, never that's opened where it. it belongs. I never opened it. I never bothered. Watching I saw that, that movie. I saw that in theaters. I You're think that fine. was the second 3D movie I saw after Avatar, oh, no. and I was just like, Ugh. "Oh no, you saw it." <laughs> I did. I see. Like I saw it, but it I was just on Netflix at one point. I was just like, "This is worth." Because I mean, again, I have a kid. It's sure. colors on the screen, and I was just like, "I need to turn this off." I, yeah. I just, <laughs> I felt, I felt bad. I also paid for it. It, it made me want to slap the screenwriter. And go no. Wrong. It was right? do it again. It was that bad. Oh, it was so. Oh, it's wow. really bad. You don't have to yell, the, Daniel. The special effects look great. <laughs> the special effects look great, but everything yeah, else about did. it, like the script, oh, is just a piece of uh, I don't know, a piece of fluffy shit from the first movie. Yeah, it's not Ooh, good. Fluffy shit. Yeah. So better. we start off <laughs> <laughs> on Privet Drive, uh, and the Dursleys are leaving. And actually, I I do I love this scene. And I think it's just kind of because you you get a, a little bit... I don't remember. This might be a deleted scene. I don't know if you guys went back and watched it. But they, they do include Dudley telling Harry that he never thought he was a waste of space. Mm. I remember that in the book. And I think yeah, in the book. It, so it's in an extra scene. Oh, so extra watch, scene. Yeah, watch oh. the extra scenes. Um, but I, I'm sad that they left it out because I feel like it was a nice addition. Mm. Um, but I also thought it was weird that Harry's like walking around the house like silently in the book he kind of narrates it to Hedwig which I thought was adorable and I hate that he let Hedwig go that is the dumbest thing ever like why what purpose does that serve to sever any connections uh that people could use to find Harry because at this point the Death Eaters are like installing puppets in the uh Ministry of Magic to kill him I guess Mm -hmm. I don't know it was just well I I just imagine like a little bug like they're tracing his owl like, okay, well, because she's a snowy owl. So, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But, like, if they're waiting for him to show himself or whatever, like, wouldn't, wouldn't they see her leave? Like, Does why? polyjuice potion work on animals? <laughs> no. That's and you're not supposed to use animal hair, remember? Right. Oh, well, yeah. That's on, on humans. The second one. Yeah. That's on human yeah. transfiguration. No, no, no. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, you could make Hedwig look like a different kind right. of owl. Right. Like, get it straight. I mean, he could have transfigured right. her, but we all know they all <laughs> like COVID streaks, anything. Get it, like, pink, punk it out. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, I just... Okay, so, regardless. At this point, uh, everybody's talking about me. He's playing in the background. He's walking through the hall that, like... Whatever whatever house they rented for this. And then, all of a sudden, <laughs> a bunch of people start complaining about the decor. Um, <laughs> Can we also talk about... I think this is around the same time where uh, Hermione's defense, which is even worse, is... Uh, her erasing her parents' memory of her Ooh. existence. Ooh. Yeah. That is so a hard rough. scene. Yeah, that, that is, is tough. Rough. And it's in, I think in the movie, it's it's glossed over a lot, but like, because they, they show her do it, and it's not just that she made her parents forget her. She convinced them that their entire life before that year didn't exist, and they moved to Australia. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so much oh, more than what it's, yeah, it's so much more than what it was shown, and it's like, you know, as you're going through and Ron is getting moodier and moodier and more and more of an asshole, she keeps being like, 
I know you miss your family. And he keeps throwing, and he throws it back in their face, like, you guys don't even have parents to worry about. It's like, fuck you, dude. Well, it, that, that like, was the Horcrux's fault that he was such It was a... not, because he's a well, whiny fucking bitch to begin with. This well, is a wait, movie, he's I a whiny bitch. I wouldn't say that he's a whiny bitch. Um, okay. Myron and I are going to have a hard time this movie, I think. He's, <laughs> so, Ron was, well, do we want to get into that? Well, I'm, no, I'm going to make yeah, a short comment. It. You know, get into whatever. Get into whatever. <laughs> so, he's a part of a very, very big family. Yeah. He's used to not being alone at all. He's used yeah. to having loved ones that are super close and love him. So from his perspective, he's just like, he likes family. He's the warming glue for the trio. Yeah, um, he's, I get that. He, he's, he has the, technically, he has the perfect life that uh, neither uh, Harry nor Marnie have. Harry, obviously... Was yeah. uh, was you know born in yeah. Wisbeing, but you know he has no parents, no family, and the only family he has hates his guts or yeah. treats him like shit at least. Yeah. Hermione is a muggle-born, so her whole life has just been oh, regular you know us yeah. world, and then and you know, an only child. I'm yeah. sorry, and I get, child. I I'm that. sorry to cut you off, Myron. Um, at any point no, in these movies. <laughs> Yes, I am. He's a guest. I don't no, want to be rude. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. I know, I know. Uh, at any point in the movies, because uh, I know they said this a lot in the books, uh, did Hermione ever say, uh, oh, yeah, both my parents are dentists? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she did. Okay. Yeah. In, bo- uh, in uh, movie two. Oh, movie yeah. two. I right. also love how this movie, more than any of the others, rips off Star Wars, right? <sighs> Hermione mm. has to cuddle with, like, Harry and Ron when, like, it's and it's the Princess Leia thing. Like her planet's literally gone. Everyone she knows is literally gone, and he's just having a bad day. Everyone's fine, yeah. right? And at the end, even the, even the magic wands are the same color as Darth Vader and Luke's lightsaber. Yep. When they're really? doing in, in Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah. Every spell is supposed to have a different color. That's right. But, like CG in movies is going to probably be a little bit lazy on that. So, We're jumping yeah. ahead though because that's you part pick, two. You could pick other that colors. You could pick yellow. I well, know. They, only, only, they people, only people red, and they mention that Avada Kedavra is green. So only like, people who have, you know, much clout as uh, Samuel Jackson can change the colors. Oh, dude. <laughs> if she busted out a purple lightsaber, I think it would have been matter. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure, actually, the uh, prop department for that uh, etched bad motherfucker onto the hilt onto of that the, lightsaber. Oh, you damn right, dude. Now I won't want I do. <laughs> um... I mean, also, I love how about halfway through this movie, they get up, give up even saying spells, and they just start punching magic at people. Okay, so Skr- you can do that. Are- Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up, because <laughs> it's a, they, you can do nonverbal spells. They started learning it in their sixth year. Harry and Ron suck at it. They don't do it in the books. I hate that they do it in the movies. Hermione was able to master it, because, hello, she's Hermione. But, like, everyone else, and I, maybe the adults sure practiced and, and probably got it down, but like, you can't. You have to. St- yes, well, I'm glad you brought plus, that up because it does I, cover that in the book. I, I always, well, well, I always all, thought about magic in general. Uh, is that saying a incantation just makes it as pa- more as powerful as it can be? But that doesn't mean it has to be said. No, right. you still have to right. focus on it the same way when you're doing it non-verbally, though. Right, right. So, like, you can't just do... But I don't think it would be do... as strong as if you but I think focus plus yeah. say the entire thing. Right. Well, and I'm going to correct you slightly, because Ray Fiennes as Voldemort is not... 
being silent. He's going, <laughs> he's yeah. having a little old man orgasm he's every very time he dramatic. does it. I, he's very dramatic. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I hate that description. Um, I hate that description anything. so much, Nick. <laughs> I like how he's, I mean, granted, that is a second movie, but he's like, what I got <laughs> that, that was dead on. That Every was time, dead though. on. I mean, he does it at the beginning of this when he kills yes. uh, oh. uh, Professor Burbage. What is her first name? Oh, oh by yeah. the way, Charity. Yeah, yeah. That is nonsense, and I'll tell you why. You can't introduce courses we've never seen at Hogwarts by torturing a professor to death. Or Indiana Professor. We've never met her before. I, right. I, I feel like we need she to... She was a professor of muggle studies. Right? Have we like... ever heard muggle studies mentioned in any of these Never. movies or any of these books? Never in I the feel movie. like we it need wasn't. to back up a little bit because we're still away from Hogwarts and uh, what's going well, on. Well, it didn't happen at Hogwarts. Uh, that happened at the very, very beginning. Good. It was before we even get to Privet. Uh, where they Malfoy have the long mentioned. table, Snape shows up and... Yes. They know woman. when they do that. They know when they're all moving, which no one ever tells why Snape knows that it's different and it's never covered and it's there's just all these things that come into play in these movies that you don't fucking see, and they just gloss over what it is. I feel well, like if you've never read the books, there's so many questions to what Snape, these things are. Snape hey, knowing, fancy that. Snape knowing kind of, I mean, if you've seen the other movies, kind of makes sense because he's a double agent. Yeah. So, and but they know point, that he's, he's a double agent, or at least Voldemort knows. But at this point, Dumbledore is dead. Who is he double agenting to? Because the Order has ostracized him. After, yeah, after he killed... So, I, think um, a, I think there's the blood oath, which we get into in the in this movie, right? No, when, it was the last one. It's the second no, part. No, 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 no. When does the tear thing happen? Second oh, part. Oh, the second one. Oh, oh but that's one. not... Yeah. That's he, not a blood oath, though. Okay, fine. I know because there's words and this his, magic nonsense that Those are just something. his memories. Yeah. They're just, yeah, but he's still doing the thing for Lily. Always. Oh my god, no. We'll get into that next time. This is the biggest load of shit. Oh, I see. She doesn't we'll believe in love anymore. Time. I don't believe in love. It's 2020. Fuck that shit. Oh, well, Luck. his little... His crush. <laughs> Snape is a creeper. He's... he's oh, oh yeah, big time. 100%. Well, there's a few couple things that uh, we should move on from here, because, yes, there's that scene oh. where Snape goes to meet the Death Eaters, and, uh, like, Lestrange and Wormtail are there. Yeah. And, and he essentially announces that I have an inside source that says Harry's going to be moved Saturday instead. Right, and, whatever. And, and like the pedophile guy's like, I heard it was Tuesday. And he's like, no, you don't touch me. And, and they, so and he, they torture one of Snape's friends. Mm-hmm. Friends. Yeah. Fellow right. professor. Oh, colleague. Yeah, colleague. I mean, I, mean, I would I be upset even if it was a math like, teacher but... I didn't like being. I mean, we've all been to a bar like that where there's a woman being, you know, kind of hung from the ceiling. But <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, it's on Piedmont Road. Do you have an address? Or are you gonna? <laughs> you started that way. I, I, I was being intentionally vague. If I tell the address, then I will have to kill everyone here. So, um, but yeah. So regardless, oh, it's a private club. I uh, see. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> if you have to ask, you just can't afford it. Um, if you know, you know. It's I right. saw Paul McCartney. <laughs> I saw Paul McCartney fuck a goat there once. That's how exclusive it is. Okay, what? so he's Aberforth, and this is all part two. So we're not going to get into that yet. Um, um, but let, let's talk about. I'm this. trying to. <laughs> Can we talk about the wedding? Well, what I was going to say is we haven't even talked about Harry's escape. Yeah. Okay. So I have a lot of issues with that because, uh, like, when he leaves. And they're going up in the sky and they're fighting and I get it. They knew he was coming. They Stop. knew to expect it. For a second. Can we <laughs> describe a single scene? So Harry's walking around the house and the order shows up. Yes. Harry doesn't okay. know what the plan is going to be, but the Death Eaters are coming. 
The plan is to take everyone in the order other than Mad-Eye Mooney and a dude who's going to become important later. Well, it's half of them. So half of them become Harry and the other half travel with someone from the order. Right. So that there's like a half or eight Harrys. There's seven Harrys. Well, and Harry. So that's eight people, right? I don't think so. I think there's... I thought it was seven people. Well, whatever. There's a handful of them. And a handful of the order. And the Death Eaters are there immediately because there's a league, right? And this is where the pervy director thing starts. There's so much undressing of people who are supposed to be teenagers in this movie. And every time Hermione's in frame, we get this much of her tit. Uh, Especially when she's dressed up like Beatrix Lestrange. She must have been furious. Because Mm. you notice in the next movie, there's none of it. Like, even at one point when they fall and she's well, dressed as Beatrice, next, you Beatrix see her next, whole top. That's next movie. Yeah. Down, no, no, this is in this one. No, it's not. When she's dressed it's up like Beatrix. Movie. That's the next it's movie. Next oh, movie. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that is. Like, but yeah, there's some pervy down. nonsense I thought the this. same thing. I was like, this is ridiculous. And, like, her red dress, which is supposed to be purple. See, but again, the thing that I very are. not Hermione. And it's very not Emma Watson. No. And anyway, they fly off in all directions. And this is the first battle scene we get of essentially five hours of battles in the magical world. Yeah. The thing now that go. struck me about the scene is, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling is more famous now for uh, pretending like she can disguise, uh, decide whether or not uh, trans, people, trans exist. people exist. And then there's like, you invented a potion that can turn people into different genders. What the fuck are you talking well, about? Well, I love, too, yeah. that once everyone becomes hairy, they're just like, I can be naked. Yeah. Whatever. Like, oh, it's not there, their body. There's no sense of modesty. There, and I love that, that so funny. much. It and is, that is true. That, that, there's that a is scene. totally true. Hey, anyone else want to see Harry's penis? Because he's not going to show it. I do. Right. right. There, right. There's like, a shot of, like, uh, Harry in a white lace. Well, not Harry, but, like, one of the yeah. people who just transformed into a yeah, white lacy flirt. bra. And... It was Flourish. Yeah. Yes. 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 She's in a white lacy bra. And he goes, she goes, no, don't look at me. I'm idiot. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. I loved it. And I loved the way... Daniel Radcliffe acted those parts. By the way, you do get like yeah. his. They, you get their personalities coming through as Harry. I think he did a pretty good job. With that, I, this is one thing that has bothered me because my wife and I talked about this probably yesterday when we were watching. But um, I hate that for the movies they kept the voices of the actors. Yes, under, that, I was like, that's yes. stupid. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Why would you do that? It's going to give. And especially way- in the second book. Yep. When um, Harry and Ron are Crab and uh, Goyle, Crab and, Goyle yeah. and he's like, "Oh, you got to change your voice." I was like, "That it doesn't n- make nobody any in sense. the right mind." But <laughs> like physically, it doesn't make any sense. You are your body is literally becoming someone else. Your voice box is different. Why would you have your voice? They should have just had the actors I act just, yeah. like they. Uh, yeah, like they, yes, exactly. Yeah, like that one episode of The Good Place where uh, Janet's playing all the characters. So. So we get, so we have the polyjuice and we've taken off and like, what I hated about this scene is that you've got Harry and Hagrid all over the streets. Yeah. Yep. Like why? And there's a, there's a lot. Y'all forgive me. I know I was like, I'm not going to compare it to the book, the whole fucking series. And I didn't, but for these two, God damn it. Let me, just let me have my rants. Cause this one. Fire off Kelly. Like in the books, Harry's like. There's literally a line, a little spot where, for whatever reason, J.K. Rowling decided she needed to put in a thought from Harry that was like, the muggles must think there's fireworks. But no, we're just going to take a giant, half giant, and a giant fucking motorcycle and just go through town with people on broomsticks. 
Like, it's no big deal. Except in the middle of London. That's already happened, though. It happened in the first movie. It's stupid. It is movie? stupid, but uh, in the uh, Sorcerer's Stone, when Hagrid... Uh, no, he went through the skies. He wouldn't have been seen that way. This way, there, he flew there. Oh, at the there. very beginning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the, yeah, but it was he a flying motorcycle. He flew there, yeah. you know? like. It, but now, they're on the fucking road in a goddamn tunnel. Well, and they cause accidents. Yes. Yeah. So how are you going to... And the ministry's been infiltrated. So how are you going to handle that? Come on. Like it was, it was just for an action scene. It's stupid. There, there always needs to be a car action scene, no matter where the movie takes place. I know. It could be Pirates of the Caribbean, and they'll hide <laughs> some fucking ships going I know. through the high-speed horse scene. Right. By by the way, I uh, feel uh, callous uh, pointing this out right now, but. Uh, after all the uh, Harry doppelgangers and the Order go out, uh, this is a scene where uh, Hedwig is killed. Oh my God! Mm. Which is so, and I, oh my God, it gutted me. But oh, not that one gutted you. That oh was God. stupid. No, I Dude, hate it. Dude, the bird but flew I, into an explosive. I man. hate it in the books too, though. Like it makes me so sad. And I really thought I, I really thought I was gonna get through this scene. And I was sitting there and I was eating my lunch and I was like, I can do this. This is gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine. And Hedwig dies, and Harry, like, screams, and I literally choked on my food with a sob. Like, I was just... Dude. I can't do it. Well, there's... Dude. I can't do it. That it and makes Dobby, me sad. I was just with bitter indifference. There's guys, some good news, Dobby, though. Ma- I there is oh, some God. good news. Uh, Hedwig may have been killed in this movie, but not the angry inch. <laughs> Great. Hey. Um, so, I'm keeping that. So... You're, you just read the... You just recently read the book. Yes. This, this I did book, them both right? together this time, because right. we had time. So correct me if I'm wrong, was the reason that Harry suspected, or wasn't it in the book, the reason that they knew it was Harry because he used Expelliarmus? Yes, that's exactly what it was. In the movie, they said it's because of Hedwig. Because of Hedwig. Yeah. And, I, and I thought Which that... both work. And I do. understand if they're not, and they didn't. They didn't really use Expelliarmus a lot in the movies. So that I understand them changing. I, I will also say it's stupid if you're trying to escape the Poe or whatever, the like a violent mob that's trying to kill you, to put him with Hedwig. Yeah. Uh, sorry, with, yeah. With, uh, who's the dude? Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid. Because he can't use magic. Yeah, but, that's what they expected But he's a body be shield because his his body the, is... Oh, yeah, yeah he but is he's in a sidecar. So he didn't, he didn't <laughs> die when so he the, got hit. He just yeah. knocked and out the, And the him. reason is because they thought the Death Eaters would expect him to be with Mad-Eye. And they did. Voldemort went after him first. First, sure. And Mundungus split. Now, and then Hedwig swooped in, and that's what gave Harry away. I would have loved to see Mad Eye die. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. He's just they should have shown dead. Not the, no, no. It's not that I well, don't like no. Mad Eye. I just want to actually see him fight. He's a good. He's supposed to be a great wizard. I want to see that opportunity. That's yes, true. Exactly. That that pissed that's me off true. so much about this movie. We didn't. We, we don't we see just, it in the books either. You just get the announcement and, in the book, And this is, like, this is the first time that we and Harry see the real Mad-Eye. Mm-hmm. In the know, movies. Right, in the movies. Because, yeah. obviously, the well, previous, I mean, previous in the movie, he was one, fake. They, or they see was, the real Mad-Eye in the by, uh, box. But the then, doctor. Yeah, yeah David, David That's Barty Crouch. But, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> by the way, uh, DuckTales, uh, as of this recording, was just announced as getting uh, canceled. canceled after yeah. the third season. But, but my baby... I know. David he's, will be fine. He's no longer Scrooge he'll McDuck. Fine. He'll be fine. Um, I mean, I know he'll be fine. He's uh, always fine. By the by, uh, did you notice who Bill was? 
the older brother that is introduced. Yes, to he's the son of Mad Eye, the actual actor. That's his son. Yeah, and he, oh really? Yeah, and he also is the guy who plays uh, General Hux in the new Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Yes, he is. The the Nazi guy with the short red hair in the movies? Yeah. He's also, he, he, he grew it out this time. But that's, oh, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's um, also in Dread, if you oh, saw that. Ed. He was the uh, uh, announcer for, uh, what's her name, uh, Lena Headley's uh, villain. Wait a minute. In, was not was that not him who was in um, the 369, the episode 9? And the yeah, he got shot in the leg. Yeah, and he, he he's in all three of them. He he gives yeah, that but like, yeah, yeah, it's him, and he's playing the older brother. Which the yeah, first time I was like, I yeah. recognize that creepy guy. And he just walks in, hair and everything. And he just yeah. walks in, and he's like, ran into Fenrir Greyback, who is the pervy snatcher, by the way, guys, because they don't address that. But anyway, um, well, he he, and I'm just like, you guys, you can't just do that oh. because he was attacked by Fenrir at Hogwarts when. The, Dumbledore died. There was a whole big battle that we didn't get last movie, and it's just fucking. Yes. You can't, just, you can't just do these things. Wait, wait. Dumbledore died? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Do you see Spoiler how frustrated alert. I am right now when you feel like that's a safe comment? Are we doing a short circuit two this week? <laughs> Sorry. Well, Sorry. Let's go. Wait, what movie are we on? We're on short circuit, what, seven? That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, so at back. this point, George is hit, but he, he'll, he'll make it. The only one who dies this time is Mad-Eye. But don't worry, plenty of other people are going to die. Yes. Um, Eventually. Next scene is the wedding, uh, yes. pretty much. Flora's oh, dress. where, where oh um, uh, Ginny asks Harry to zip her? Yeah. Dude. That was a good scene. I like that scene. Again, I like though. George in that scene. I like George sticking his toothbrush <laughs> in his empty in his ear right. hole. I don't know why. He, <laughs> I also I love, love it. Him in the kitchen just pretending to drink a cup of coffee is, yeah. is the best Big Brother move I've seen yeah. in a movie in a long time. By like, the way, uh, this scene also has the Minister of Magic in it, who is yes. uh, Bill Nighy. Rufus Scrimger. And Did a phenomenal wearing, job. He is wearing the wiggiest wig that I have ever seen. <laughs> oh, Bill Nighy has never not done a phenomenal job in anything. But I mean, like, that whole scene... I don't have any issues with. Dude, his, yeah. like, his Citizen thought, Kane scene where he is speaking to the press, he's like, oh, we're coming for you. That and was fucking world. stupid. <laughs> but but the scene... <laughs> the one where he's reading Dumbledore's will is very good. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, he does a great job. He does a great job. <laughs> also like the... Because um, she says it later on in either this movie or... Yeah, <laughs> this movie. Um, but knowing that Hermione actually was worried... Of course, she doesn't say anything. But if you look, but you can see if her. you look to her, she's like, "Oh shit!" She does such <laughs> a good job acting that part. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you get you get that panic, and it's she's like, "Don't touch it! Don't touch it! Don't touch it! Don't touch it! Don't right. touch it! Don't touch it!" And then we nothing happens. That and for, she, you, know, you can see second. her like sigh. Yeah, it's I, a I really well I done scene. That. I really appreciated that scene too. Well, yeah. well and it, it's even coupled by the fact that Bill Nighy, when he announces everything, acts as though it's a mystery. I'm Mr. Granger, it, or Mr. <laughs> yeah. Granger, and then he hands it across, and he's he's right. as curious look, as everyone else. Yeah. He's like, he's like, well, because he wants to see their, I think, like he wants to see their reactions. That's right. right. It, he right. knows, but he's like, and this part is kind of missing, but it's. I don't Obvious, think it's but needed. It's, it's like why? Yeah, but it's he's watching them to be like, why did Dumbledore single you three out? Like, what makes you special? Why just you? I know you're up to something, right? And well, like, we're skipping ahead. This no, is after not. the wedding. We're not. No, this uh, is this, this is, is before, the, this wedding. Is before yeah, the wedding. Yeah, yeah, this is before yeah. the wedding. Oh, this okay. Because when, when, when the they wedding are happened, setting up, and yeah, yeah, he yeah. walks in, yeah. and Harry is Harry at the wedding. By the way, uh, Madam Harry is Harry at the wedding, which is bullshit. He's a Harry is Harry. Yes. 
he's himself at the wedding. Like he doesn't, they, he uses oh, apologies right. in the book because right. people can't be trusted and it's supposed to be a secret. They gave him polyjuice. But now he's just Harry. And so this giant wedding party is like, oh, you better, it was at the Weasley's house. Madam Maxine is also at the wedding. Dude, I love the old yeah. drunk in the corner who's like, yeah, Harry Potter, and there's a book coming out about Dumbledore. Elphias and I'm Doge. just- Elphias Doge, he wrote the obituary and he's mad at Rita Skeeter for publishing the book. And then you've got Aunt, whoever the fuck. This Her. She's my favorite character because she's just Rita? she is no no not no. Rita Skeeter because oh. the old man who wrote the 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 you know the obituary yeah. that Harry's very clearly knows because the picture of him as a journalist is just looking around like he's bored with his shit yeah but the the woman who interjects after oh, that oh yeah. what, what is her name it's Aunt Tam. damn yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so because she is clearly three. She's she's on her third chair. Oh, yeah, and she's oh, like yeah. he has secrets at God. That's an accurate depiction of any wedding, I think. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, the old aunt in the corner who's drunk off right, her ass. The aunt or uncle? The mean aunt. The mean aunt in the corner because like she's in the book. She's this really horrible old lady, and it's no wonder she lives by herself. But yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. It's that fun. was great. That, and Harry's sitting there like. I didn't know any of this. I can't believe he didn't tell me any of this. And, da, 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 da. and it's like, well, it seems better in the book because everyone's like, why the fuck would he tell you? Who the fuck are you? Like, yeah, exactly. Great. I love it. <laughs> well, th there's three things that happened at the wedding. Oh. Well, more specifically, there's Dumbledore's will. Someone got married. Also, well, yeah. Fleur and Bill. No. Fleur and Bill. Bill. Okay, and good. Fleur's Bill. dress. Oh, my God. Fucking beautiful. And there's only been one person at DragonCon that's done it. And it was so good. But she was 16. And I was like... So many feathers. I was about to say, obviously, the person who did this was, was I, Kelly. I have, I have but nothing to add to this part of the conversation. <laughs> you know what? The person who did that at Dragon Con, it was Nick. Dream cosplay for me is Fleur's wedding dress. Um, the swans. That's a good one. I don't even remember. Wait, wait, like Bjork? Dude. Do you remember when Bjork showed up in that swan dress? Oh, oh shit. Grammy? It's different. That's that. not, it's not the same. I do swan remember dress. That. It's not the, go with your, what are your three? Well, what I was talking about is uh, after the wedding or, like, around the same time, they're uh, reading Dumbledore's will. Yeah, that's what we were talking about with yeah. Scrimgeour, but we didn't talk about what they got. So do you want to take that? Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, uh, the book Tales of Beetle the Bard, uh -huh. which Kids is... stories? Right, exactly. That'd which is now be. an official uh, book that exists somewhere, so go order it on Amazon. Okay. The uh, snitch that Harry caught at his first uh, Quidditch match. I and almost then swallowed. Yeah, that he almost swallowed, and then the sort of Gryffindor, which uh, and the put outer, yes, the yes. Deluminator, yeah, um, and the sort of Gryffindor he doesn't get because it be it belongs in a museum. It be um, yeah, it belongs to the. So do you, Mister Potter. Uh, and then it will appear when he needs it. That's what we're told. Yes, that's what we've been told. That's what we know is coming. Well, that's he also says that they don't know where it is. Yeah. Right. Well, originally they pulled it out of the sorting hat. <laughs> it's like. Really dumb because it's funny that he said, that "Oh, we, we're not going to give it to you, but we don't have it anyways." Do yeah. you know where it is? Because right. it would be really helpful. <laughs> but if like, did. they didn't even check Dumbledore's office for it. Yeah, like didn't even look. Which I don't even know well, if it's addressed in the book in the movies that that's where it is, but in the books, like it's in Dumbledore's office. Well, I, I would assume that if you know it's this mystical, clearly. Magical sword. Uh, right. Yeah. It's like yeah. it shows, it reveals, or not reveals itself. In a time of need. No, no, I mean, it's clear. The sword decided, 
this guy doesn't need me, and it went invisible. Right. 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 But it didn't. Well, okay, we'll, so we'll maybe, get what oh, happens. Maybe they shrunk it down, and they just thought it was a fancy letter opener. But the thing is, but then you get, at the, but then at the end of the movie, but right. then at the end of the movie, you get Bellatrix torturing Hermione, because she's like, what else did you take from my vault? What else did you take from my vault? Which was like, doing well, it for was... someone. I mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm, girl. I mean, come on. we went with that. All right, because so, we're not getting anywhere else with this movie. With I mean, that. come on. So now that we've made this awkward, let's go ahead and skip a little bit. So to the next scene, uh, during the wedding reception, we find out that the Ministry of the Magic Ministry has, has fallen. fallen. Kingsley's Lynx Patronus comes in and tells everybody, which is what it's supposed to be. It was it's just not. a ball, it's just a ball right? of light, but of light. Well, but it also had images of people running and screaming. Yeah, but out of the Ministry. Kingsley Shacklebolt's voice, though, in that scene, is just like. Oh, please. <laughs> well, after that happens, the Death so Eaters beautiful. show up, and so the trio has to be transported out. Uh, they disapparate, sir. Very well. Okay. I will say... <laughs> Hermione disapparates. Hermione disapparates to a completely different place than is in the books. In the middle of the street. Yeah. In, like, downtown London. a great <laughs> place for her to land them. Now, but. right around this time, uh, just looking at my notes here, I... Uh, Made a note of. Wait, did we just get a restaurant shootout scene? Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did in we, a cafe. Yeah. So this in a is cafe, the, all because. Well, I'm not going to get there yet because we don't know that that's why yet. Well, so this is uh, the Natural Born Killers remake of Harry Potter. No, this, this is, is a scene from Godfather because every scene in this is ripped off of something else. Even that's the wedding true. scene is also ripped off from Godfather Two. Yes. Um, mm. But I will say further. Um, I've not seen these movies, so. It's- well, she clearly did, because they're free, <laughs> um, and but she was broke at the time. Just, just sure. a small confession. Mm-hmm. I've never seen The Godfather. Yeah, it's good. Any of it. I, I will say. So I know I what it's about, of course. It's AFI shit. Um, it's long. It's worth it. That's all I'll say. I'm not gonna. Mm. I'm not gonna be one of those people who like will sell to death because then you won't watch it. it. But it's it's worth watching. Time out. It's long. It's worth it. That's your description of the Godfather. No, I will say. I mean, I've never seen it either, and I feel like that description would have sold me better on it too. I know what it's about. You know, I've heard that everybody's. Oh yeah, it's great this and the other. I've just never sat down and said, "You know what? I'm going to watch that today." George Lucas worked on the script. Yeah, he did. But anyway, it's fun. I I, I like it a lot. But again, if it's like it's like saying you should watch Citizen Kane. Well, I'm sure if you like movies, everyone's told you to see it. So like, you're either gonna see it or you're not. Me, me, I'm not right. gonna break break the balance. It's also one of those fucking movies that like alpha male types quote like it's gonna improve your life in some way, uh-uh. right? It's like Scarface. You're just like, okay, yeah. get it. I, I, you clearly didn't watch the same movie I did, but you telling me the quotes. Not helping anything. Not, not helping a damn thing, white guy. But are you Shut allowed up. to be an alpha male if you don't quote it, though? Like, don't you lose that card? No, because alpha males are big dick energy types, and they're just going to quote it to you while you're, like, at that wedding reception. I mean, I have big dick energy, and I don't quote Godfather. I've never even seen it. First of all, for you, it's big ovary energy. No, no, you, no know big what, you know what? You know what? Big I'm even energy. bigger. Fuck yeah. Let's big do this. Clit. Big, click, big, big clit energy or big tit energy, whatever you want. I normally it's give energy. you a high five, Kelly, but boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Um, second, um, oh, <laughs> the ministry must suck. I'm yes. just going to throw it out there. A bunch of high schoolers beat the Death Eaters, and the entire Ministry of Magic falls when some of them are elsewhere. What nonsense is this? 
Oh, well, we go into the ministry later uh, in the movie where uh, everyone's like going to the public toilets and then uh, they end up, well, not everyone, but the wizards uh, use that as the entry to the ministry and that's the first time we've ever seen it in this franchise. The Ministry of Magic? Yeah. No, we no, were there. Not. We were there, there a couple twice. movies ago. Yeah. Okay. We did. Yeah. Um, um, but you do notice in this one at the beginning. So we've got we destroy right the um wedding. No. I'm Cafe. going I'm going back a couple movies the, and I lost the fuck the statue. The statue in the middle of the Ministry of Magic gets completely destroyed when they're fighting uh Voldemort in the fifth book. So right. when we see it at the beginning um, it's totally different. of this movie, it's completely different. And what you don't see, and you can see in, in detail if you go to Warner Brothers Studio Tours, I've got pictures, but it's, it's um, two wizards, and it is exactly out of the book. It's two, a witch and a wizard standing on a platform, and underneath the platform are all of what the new ministry, what the Death Eaters, what the Purebloods consider lesser people so right. you've got centaurs like rather than them looking adoringly up at the witch and wizard like it was in the last statue now they're literally crushing muggles <clears throat> centaurs house elves goblins everything mm. and it's just it's terrifying it is and i will say that's one part that doesn't make sense to me about both the book and the movie because those are the people who are allied with voldemort the the animal like the mythical animals not necessarily well, they were split so you had... Centaurs were about centaurs, their own shit. Yeah. They said, fuck everybody else. Oh, them. I found something yeah. kind of racist. <laughs> I wanted to share it with and you. And house elves... Okay. okay. No, go ahead, please. And house elves are, you know, they're unfortunately beholden to whoever, but they don't necessarily appreciate the way they're being treated. Because Dobby tells us that house elves, appreciate, no one appreciate Harry Potter. Um, and you get a lot of the goblins saying the same thing to oh. him. Granted, this this would be a unnecessarily well, it might not be unnecessary, but a necessary deep cut if they put it in the movie. But I always wanted to know what was the magic behind house elves being subservient to. Yeah, I don't, um, know. I don't know if there's a history uh, to that. I bet you they thought it was a really clever commentary on segregation because that's what well, the British would do. None of the movies. Yes. They did have a really good conversation with Ethan one time about what house elf uh, reproduction would be like since they like are slaves like who gets to keep the baby well is it like an is it you know do they actually mate do they just spontaneously well i would i would assume it or? to be like real slavery and yeah. they just sold it off uh, yeah there you go i mean i guess well i mean but, it's, it's, is but your property book, is your property now so yeah you but can in the book you've got creature assets. like the book Creature has, like, it's his mother and his mother before him, and it's, and it's one, the whole right. family. So, one thing like, that the movies never the address, uh, and uh, Kelly can talk about this more, is uh, Hermione's uh, campaign to free the house elves. Yes, SPEW. S-P-E-W. Yes. Uh, the Society for Protection of Elvish Welfare, I believe is Something what that like stands that. for. Digging deep back into my brain, you guys. Yeah, sure. That, um, but yeah, no, is. she's she's great. Well, she's great. It feels weird though that that was never mentioned. I mean, because that was not important. I mean, I, I hate to say that, but it's really not important. Like she makes a bunch of hats to try to set the house elves at Hogwarts free, and no one will clean the. It's it's tied to anymore. It's tied to the whole side stories with house elves in general throughout the whole movie. Because yeah, they really don't address it. don't get it. Barty Crouch's house elf, mm -mm. which was actually important. Winky was great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was Winky, super important. and you don't you don't hear about the fact that 
Winky, Dobby, and Creature are working at Hogwarts. Yep. Mm. Yep. They never mentioned that. Speaking nope. of no. Creature, uh, that's uh, an important part of this because uh, he shows up and. Uh, so once they leave the wedding and they have the shootout at the cafe, they go back mm -hmm. to number 12 Grimmauld Place um, and they have to get through a couple of enchantments that Mad Eye put in and Creature is still there. They talk to him about the locket. They tell him he can have the fake locket or whatever and he's super excited about it. I'm projecting the book onto this because it doesn't go into that much detail in the book. And then he goes to look for it because Mindugas Fletcher took it. Well, either way, this is... Um, uh, where what prompts them to go to the Ministry of Magic, right? Because that's right, where the right. Horcrux yes. is. Well, right. because Mundungus sold it to Umbridge. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. boy. She, she took it. Yeah. Well, yeah, he didn't sell it. She, <laughs> she took it as a bribe to yeah, keep and him out of jail. Right. Yeah. And now she's wearing it as a, a brooch. Necklace. A necklace. necklace. A necklace. And um, he, and claiming that it's from her yeah, I know ancestors. you're chomping at the bit. I, I found your racist that. thing. Um, so, oh, <laughs> Kelly's racist thing. Yeah. Well, no racist thing. No, hold on. Whoa, wait a minute. No, We're projecting no. on Kelly for a second. I, I, first of all, this made me want them to do a book or a movie on the first Wizarding War because that sounds much more interesting than what we get in this. I want that too. Um, but mm. they list the allies as um, for... Uh, both sides, right? You have the Order of the Phoenix, the Ministry of Magic and the Ors versus the Death Eaters, the Giants, the Werewolves, and the Inferi. And I was like, what are the Inferi? And I look, and they're essentially zombies, right? They're yeah, mostly they're, dead. Yeah, they're, they're dead right. people that are brought back to life. We see Re them when they get the locket from the last movie, but right. they never address. And they're, the, 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 they're reaching out of the lake. They're pulling yes. them down in the yes. sixth movie. But the affiliations oh, yeah, for the Inferi right. are Lord, Lord Voldemort, Dark Wizards, and the Haitian National Quidditch Team. And I was oh, like, "Good lord! Wow! Oh my god! Where is Thanks. that listed on because... the official Harry Potter wiki?" So, who do voodoo? Who do voodoo? That's, that's right. I mean, it's you're right. It's racist, but it makes sense. Was Which that, comes from J.K. Rowling's. Yeah, of well, it, it comes did. from J.K. No, Rowling's uh, Wizarding World uh, Bible that she wrote. So, yeah. gotcha. From I just want to say uh, the first yeah, Wizarding, the Wizarding War Pottermore website. So. The first Wizarding War sounds like a particularly contentious Super Bowl. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it kind of does. Um, so where are we at? We're, we're at Grimmel Play. We, yes. Okay. So they, all of a sudden, they're infiltrating the magic or into the Ministry of Magic. But ugh. in the books, they spend months planning this. They get Polyjuice Potion ready, which we miss. We skip over all that, which well, is yeah, fine. Well, yeah, you skip that. You know, it was a plan. It was There's clear a plan. that there was a plan. There was clearly okay. a plan. These scenes... After these scenes, it was just a completely boring movie, but these scenes Both. pissed me off so much. All right, go on your rant, because I've had so many. It's your turn. All right. Oh, he's cracking his knuckles, y'all. Let's do this. So, <laughs> does everybody at the table know about the story of uh, Terry Gilliam and Harry Potter? No. No, and our listeners might not. Okay, our listeners might not, which... Uh, so, Terry Gilliam was the guy who did the... Uh, he did the um, uh, animation sequences in Monty Python, like the uh, cutout animation sequences. And uh, he became a film director later. Uh, he did Time Bandits. He did Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, which I know there's a poster that Nick's got right behind me there. I have it on Criterion. Yeah, everyone does. But he also directed Holy Grail and Life of Brian. No, uh, he co-directed Holy Grail. Terry Jones uh, directed Life of Brian, but... 
Anyway, uh, that was who J.K. Rowling wanted to direct the movie initially, like the mm. first movie back in the day. And uh, the studio did not even want to take a meeting with him, like at all. It was Chris Columbus that did the first two? Yes, after that exactly. Movie? And he's gone on record and says he hates the first two with Chris Columbus. But the whole wow. thing about the Ministry of Magic is they're ripping off visuals from his movie Brazil. That's right. Up mm. to and including paperwork going out and attacking characters. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you, Warner Like the Brothers. paperwork was alive. Hermione well, cast a Well, right. That's okay, what right, happened okay, in Brazil. Okay. okay. So anyway, so we Daniel, get the Horcrux cool back. your shit because he had nothing to do with it. No, I told Daniel to get his ran out because I well, had no, no, some no. money. But, but Terry, Ter- Terry didn't do that. And I know you're upset, but it's okay. Do you feel better? Oh. The director no. ripped him off, and <laughs> that's no. bullshit. David I mean. Yates is shitty. He's awful. He's terrible. These last two movies are horrible, and he ripped other people off. Fuck you, David Yates. I feel validated by that. Thank you, Kelly. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> well, and J.K. ripped it off because it's pretty much how it's described in the book. <laughs> it is really not that far off. So, um, and, you know, she wanted him to direct the movie, right? So it would make sense that she made a reference to one of his movies in the book. That's fair. That would have been fine, but it's after the studio fucked him over, and then... Um, but uh, you but then cannot change the book, man. Warner Brothers. That's true. Um, they, they, they also had, in Brazil, the movie Daniel's about to have an epileptic fit about, has the minister walking through the stacks, followed by a herd of people who are yelling at him, which no, is, that's, that's not what happens. It's uh, Harry Tuttle gets uh, destroyed by paperwork in uh, Sam Lowry's uh, nightmare sequence at the end. What are you talking about I now? I think you guys are talking about two different scenes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. You, you don't remember the end of Brazil? No, dude, I do, about, but that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I'm talking it, about when the minister is walking down the damn yeah. hallway and people are following him and shouting at him. It's like all, It's like... 15 different Percy's, right. basically. Okay. And, and that, that happens in Brazil as well. That's all I was saying. Okay. Now, you good? Okay. Um, what they're trying to do is sneak into the Ministry of Magic um, through one of the secret things in because yeah, so they need to get three separate. different things. And they end up getting separated because dressed as these characters, they actually get sucked into their everyday lives. Right. Oh, well, big what, surprise. You go to work, people expect you to be the person you are at work. But sure. Well, what happens is there's a bunch of trials going on in the middle of the ministry, and uh, mm. Harry and uh, Ron show up. Uh, what are the in, trials for, Daniel? Pardon? What are the trials for? They're, essentially, we've entered Nazi Germany, because if there's yes. one thing the yes. Brits remind everyone is that everyone else was wrong about race, but they were pretty good. So <laughs> the second you allude <laughs> right. to another nation... Uh, you're clear because you're yeah. making fun of the Germans and not the fact that they killed a bunch of Bengalis. Right. So, so uh, we're testing. We're right. putting Muggleborns on trial. Um, or what, people who are potentially of mixed blood, uh, yes. which they go through. Yeah. That, like literally, we're talking about racial characteristics and so, blood yeah. characteristics. So they're tracking half bloods, mm-hmm. and they're putting right now Muggleborns on trial, mm-hmm. which makes mm-hmm. no sense because wizarding is obviously a recessive gene. So. Uh, if you kill all the half-bloods, then you're fucked. Yes, but, hey, but, but that but makes they're sense. Not gonna, but they're not, right, For exactly, but they're not, not seeing it that way, right? Xenophobic or racist. Oh, so let's talk, about the people, let's talk about the people that are enjoying this the most. Voldemort, who's half-blood. And yep. Umbridge, who's half-blood. Yep. 
This goes back to the old myth that uh, Hitler was like half Jewish or something. Right, exactly. Which I don't think it's true. Well, I mean, it, he, it wasn't half. It was way less than that, but he had Jewish blood. Yeah. Well, well, we he, don't know. He talked about uh, how uh, wonderful the uh, German race was, and he was a German. That's right. He was Austrian. Right, right. Um, but, so, but, but that's what's going on here. And, of course, we have uh, Umbridge uh, as the head inquisitor wearing her finery and wearing the locket that they're trying to get. Having an amazing Patronus holding back hundreds of Dementors because she is literally in her happy place, torturing, questioning, trying to take away someone's actual life right now. How did she and I, think, I think it's interesting to note that um, with the locket, as we will see, um, it's yes. very influential on you. So, you know, Harry um, and Ron, and you know, when they were wearing the locket, they were snippy, you know, and mean. But Umbridge, she's however, so evil. The locket is literally just a piece of jewelry to her. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, this is my shit." How fucked up is that? <laughs> I, 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 it's it's almost as though she feels the evil flow through her. Flow through. And you know what I'm going to say? This scene <laughs> slaps. This scene is completely different from the book, and I fucking love it. I love that Harry starts to turn back and yeah. goes, "I must not tell lies." Yeah. Like, fuck you, you evil cunt. And I also like <laughs> that Ron falls immediately into this, like, janitor dude. Like, and he's like, push my wife in there. Right. And he's, <laughs> yes. he's, he feels so bad for this woman. And uh, then, You're like, Ron, this, this you goes don't have back to me saying that he's not a whiny bitch. He's really a caring family dude because he, he has is, 10 I people know. in his fucking house. Well, I mean, yeah. well, he, but he just lacks so much perspective. Well, and I will also say that which is, which is right. From his perspective, it should be like, I know. His and I family. should be nicer about it. I understand that. And the book talks about, you know, why he's acting the way he is. And they give him allowances in the book. And I'm just not as nice as they are. Well, and, 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 Fair. and, 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 <laughs> You're playing a golf against an alcoholic who's not acting at all. And you're playing against Hermione who's supposed to be hard, right? Yeah. And so you need someone to show any emotion in this movie and it's going to be Ron. He's literally the thermostat for every scene we see. Emma Watson has the most expressive eyebrows I've ever seen in my life. Well, I'm not saying she does it, but she's she supposed to be the tough one. Yeah. I know. And yeah. so she's not acting well, she's acting very hard, but she's not trying to be emotional very often. But I also think that that's right. something to talk about too because I don't necessarily think that it's Hermione is meant to be the tough one. It's that she's traveling with two guys, whiny ass bitches. She two whiny ass bitches, which is synonymous for dudes. If you've ever been camping, I'm sorry. I've been camping with two Eagle Scouts who couldn't start a fucking fire, so I did it. I get it. They pay for those badges. One so of the they, best. So they must one, have. One of the best lines in this but movie is before with, Daniel uh, cuts me off. Is Hermione he is traveling with two guys. She's the smart one. She knows that she has to be the smart one. She knows she has to hold her own. But also, as a woman, she traveling with two guys that are her best friends probably doesn't actually feel like she can be emotional or be be the one to break down because then they're just going to point out that she's the female. Cause there is, there is a part in the book where she, they're talking about the cooking and it's terrible. And you're the one that's supposed to be good at this. And she's like, why? Because I'm the only girl here. And they're like, no, because you're the best at magic. And it's Ron when he's wearing the Horcrux yelling at her because mushroom hot water sucks. What I was going to say is one of the best lines in this movie is, uh, Ron and Harry talking to each other and going, we couldn't last two days without Hermione. And 
I'm like, it's about fucking time yeah. you admitted that. And that's at, the, that's at the beginning. That's before all this happened. You're right. That is a great line. But then they're both like, but don't tell her I said that. Right. Right. Well, because macho, macho man. Yeah. Well, and also at this point, Ron clearly has a thing for you and or her rather. Oh, and I oh, love been... that when they're at Grimmel yeah. Place, it does actually show that they might have fallen asleep holding hands because that yeah, is yeah. a sentence in the book. And I loved it. I love that they portrayed that. I will say there's problems with this movie, but the the relationship stuff, I think, is well done across yeah. across across the board. Now, For a 17 year old. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Like. And I will say, uh, the book is what eight hundred some odd pages, something yeah, like that. Something like that. You get four hours broken up in half. Um, that's still over four hundred pages for two hours, or like that's a lot. <laughs> two hundred pages an hour. They're gonna cut stuff. They're gonna use shorthands. I think this first right. movie does a good job at it. Here's, I, he, I think yeah. this one does better. There are things that changes that I don't agree with. There are things they changed in previous movies. Some of the previous movies, they would not have known that this is coming because this book wasn't written yet, and I have to overlook. I have to overlook that, but you I do. also feel like maybe you could have just left it out. You do. Well, you here's do. the problem. Um, after the Ministry of Magic scene, uh, they get the Horcrux from uh, from Umbridge because mm-hmm. she's got the actual. They're logic. running out with your ripped off scene. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. What? It's not my ripped off scene. Good I know, but Lord. it's your it's your rant. it's your crux Horcrux to bear. Yes. Yes, it is indeed. <laughs> I shook his hand once, but anyway, um, the Horcrux, Jesus, Gilliam. Oh, okay. I think we were He's... not. We were not traveling with you. Go ahead. <laughs> um, there's this whole scene at the end of the Ministry of Magic scene, uh, where they've got the Horcrux, and then uh, they disapparate. Uh, they they, they disappear at first uh, from the Polyjuice Potion, so they look like who they actually are which is probably the uh, worst way to describe that. And, uh, 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 yeah, like Kelly said, they separate into the middle of the woods. No. No, So she... what happens is when you watch that scene, yeah. as they're jumping into the fireplace, which is where they can disapparate from, which is really weird because you would think that that's flu powder, but it's not. So when they jump into the fireplace and they disapparate there, the... Someone. Head of magical law enforcement, Yaxley, who is a Death Eater, grabs a hold of Hermione's ankle. Yes, right. yes. So you're they're right. going back. And you're right, this is really confusing if you haven't read the book. But what happens is they disapparate back to Grimmauld Place, but Yaxley's holding on to Hermione. So he sees the door, which means that he can now get in there because he has the he has literally seen the physical address. So he's part of the secret keepers now. Mm-hmm. So she immediately changes their projection and sends them into the woods, which is why those two disapparations, Ron had probably already started like in his mind landing. So that's why he flinches. Yes. Yeah. Thanks which for pointing that out. Uh, Ron gets uh, severely wounded uh, to the point but where um, a small part of that, you know, um, if anybody just saw the movie and not read the books, the significance of him having seen, actually seen the uh, Grimald place or been in it mm. is diff- is is uh, is important because in the books, since they are staying at Grimald place, it's for weeks, months, yeah. and there are Death Eaters who know the general location because they're standing yeah. outside, but they can't actually they see. They can't actually see that location because they're yeah. not secret keepers. So now, right. not only actually can get in, he can share the address with all the Death Eaters. Right. Right. Oh, and because I know everyone is going to ask, because this is also I was like, going to ask the last time we see creature is in the house. So just to cover that for those of you that care about elvish welfare, 
they decide not to call Creature to them because they don't want the Death Eaters to come with them. So we don't see him in the movies anymore. And I'll cover that in the next movie, his like outcome, but it's positive. Well, so. Everything after this is why I don't like this movie too much. Because Second it's half. unnecessary. <laughs> right, it's just them in the woods hanging out. They're not hanging out. They're trying to come up with a plan. They have to keep moving every day, and they're avoiding snatchers, and they're they're not in the movie. And they're doing so they're much. doing this all on foot because Ron is weak, that from, so, so they can't yeah. disapparate. That might have been fine in the book, but just as a movie, it doesn't work. I'm sorry, Lord of the Rings. What about it? That's all it is. That's all it is. Walking, walking. looking, walking, looking, <laughs> walking, walking, talking. looking. You get 45 minutes walking in one movie, talking, but you watched walking. all three of Lord of the Rings. Sorry, no. We'll, we'll talk about that in the second part of this, but I mean, it just every single time after the Ministry of Magic scene, I was like, why should I care? They're just camping. Well, no, it, you, you care because it's it's now, now Ron and Hermione are realizing that Harry knows absolutely nothing about, about how to do what they need to do at this point. Yeah, I mean, Ron's whiny about it, but he's not wrong. Well, there's a scene uh, immediately after that where they try and, like, uh, do spells on the Horcrux and, like... Uh, Nothing's it, working. Yeah. It, it never works, so it's like, okay, we're just going to keep it safe between us until we figure out how to destroy it. And, uh, Which is like, the same in the book. Which is like the same Kelly the book. said, um, uh, it, it, wearing it uh, makes you meaner and more aggressive than you normally would be. Because... Mm-hmm part of Voldemort's souls in it and right. he's infecting your soul with his evil. And, be, right. and specifically too, because I think when we look at different horcruxes <laughs> and the way they're held, it's like... Sorry, I just realized how stupid this is because you're complaining that this is just walking around and you said it's Lord of the Rings. It's exactly what happens when they wear the ring, isn't it? Yeah. It's the evil oh, lust. It is. It's the that evil lust that corrupts people. I mean, we they all end up it in Schmeagle, and by the end, he even has the sunken eyes. Oh, holy shit. It's very similar. but the, And I, each Horcrux acts differently, though. I think that's something that you need to remember. <laughs> Sorry, oh, really? Each Horcrux acts a little bit differently. That's and we, right. we don't really get that in the movies, but the diary didn't corrupt anybody. It literally possessed Jenny, which is different. The ring. It seduced her. The ring, when it's put on by Dumbledore, rots his arm. Which is why he died. But uh, the necklace no doesn't. Spoilers. It's. Mm, we'll get there. Yes yeah. and no. But mm. the necklace doesn't do that. The necklace, because it's because necklaces are worn on your chest over your heart, it's looking at your heart and your soul's deepest fears, deepest desires, and it's taking those fears and it's amplifying those. Mm. But what did it do with his live journal? They were in the woods. The wizards don't know what live journal is. Well, they don't I'm, even know what cell phones are. Well, I mean, um, uh, but our listeners did. did this Horcrux uh, make Harry a big fan of Panic at the Disco or something? Oh my God! Okay, so after that, Ron, so Ron has a hop and he he goes somewhere for like days. Yeah, he leaves. He leaves. Yeah. He leaves and he the can't book. find them again because they've cast spells to protect themselves. That's right. And uh, then there's a really hot romantic scene where uh, Harry and Hermione hook up. uh, Oh, my God. They dance to a song on the radio, and she cries. It was a Nick Cave song. They never hook up. She never liked him. I can't remember if that actually happened in the book or not. It did? The dancing? Yeah. No. 
Okay, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think it was it was another hundred it was another hundred pages of them moving and him not wanting to say Ron's name and being mad and her secretly crying when she thought he couldn't hear her and mm. finally deciding that yes, they have to go to Goddard's Hollow. And yes, we should Because he kisses the snitch in the middle I mean, of camping, which he does at the beginning of the fucking book. Ron knew that it said I open at the close. This is really stupid. It's a dumb scene. Uh, I was just practicing kissing on the snitch. I'm sorry. Uh, um, (laughs) This is really embarrassing. It's been a while since I've seen Cho Chang. Also a racist name. Do I wish that Harry Potter was kissing the golden snitch on my hip? Yes, I do. But he wasn't. It was the movie. This is unfortunate. (sighs) He Uh, he hooks up with Hermione. I'm going to just... It's canon now. No. He doesn't. Well, I mean... You can call me wrong. He even says that in the books later on. I've never... She's always been a sister to me. It's fine. So then Mm. they go to Goddard Yeah, but that's what you tell your friend. You know what? I call bullshit on anybody who ever says, oh, that's just my sister or that's just my brother. That means nothing. That's not your actual blood. Anybody can get fucked. That's right. There's oh, that's like my Pornhub. No, uh, <laughs> I'm going to interject here too. Um, I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> oh, but I mean, that just means you accidentally saw them naked one time, and it's awkward. I have never clicked that tab. <laughs> that is uh, not one of my tabs. You know what? This felt this. These were a few of the best scenes of the movie with uh, the two of them like dancing and stuff because they're. You my know, favorite scene is her cutting his hair and going, oh, my God. And him, oh, yeah, he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. It's um, a scene out of Mr. Bean or something. He's like, no, but we totally skipped that, though. But that's well, how they, they talk about the sword. The sword only imbibes what's given to it, which they don't find out in the books until what would technically be the second part. Well, of the, other the fact of the matter is these are still kids, right? They're still, they're, well, they're hormones. High school seniors. Right, exactly. Yeah. Their yeah. hormones they're are 17. just going um, uh, yeah. off the charts and uh, they're in traumatic situations. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They hook right. up. That's what happens underneath the, like, the, the stadium, like uh, the high rise. Exactly. I was friends with guys in high school I didn't hook up with. Yeah, but not when you were alone in the woods for weeks at a time. Right. Yep. I was friends with guys in high school that I would literally never hook up with. Yeah, but, I mean, it's Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, I would hook up with Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, right. I would not hook up with Rupert Grant. Everybody, everybody. I would also hook up with Emma Watson. I, I'm going to... I'm not, not going to argue with you. Oh, dude, we'll get there, but Draco everybody. Malfoy aged terribly for this. Oh, he, he did, but I've met him, and he's the nicest person. I'm not saying okay. he's not. And he's a rapper, yeah. which is so funny to me. He's uh, a rapper? Yes. Get the, the fuck out of here. I'm serious. And Daniel Radcliffe is a pretty good rapper, too. I will share after. Oh, and oh. we'll put them <laughs> no, in the no, comments. No, no, no. We got to hear this now. <laughs> I, I oh, hear, okay. No, no, I no, no, hear no. No, 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 no. Kelly, you tell me what after. to splice into the track, and I will splice it in. Yeah, we can put the links up. Okay. Oh, All right. Yeah. I'll splice it in for 30 seconds. I don't have anything for Tom Felton. I have Daniel Radcliffe's because he did it on whatever that show was. By the way, someone who looks like an Aryan should not be rapping. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Todd Helton, you're fine. And we'll get to the part two where they CGI his head onto a pot-bellied fat man. But, like, that CGI at the end of the second movie is some of the worst shit I've ever seen. Well, I mean, Vanilla Ice, uh, that's, that's proof right there that an Aryan shouldn't rap. But... Mm, Touche. <laughs> Um, so, uh, from here, there's a, a violent penthouse forum letter being written, and then Ron shows back up. Yes, and it's well, because... I'm sorry to cut everyone off. Oh, uh, God, you did. I did, because I don't think we've explained it yet. Uh, 
First and foremost, uh, while he's wearing the Horcrux, uh, Ron gets angry at everybody, and then he just leaves when Harry Potter no, kicks I'm him out. No, I'm pretty sure that you just repeated what Nick said, and Harry didn't kick him out. He got fucking frustrated back and was like, fine, go. Yeah, and he walks off with his bindle. Like, his arm in a sling, something over yeah. his shoulder. like, Didn't I'm going home, I think. Well, can we also at least mention the uh, vision that uh, Harry had of uh, Voldemort uh, torturing somebody for a specific wand so he can find out where it is? Yes, yeah. We oh, haven't talked yeah. about that at all. And I feel like that's really, that's super important, so go for it. Ollivander. Um, yes. Well, so, he, well, so he tortures Ollivander first. first. In the books. I don't remember if it's covered in the movie. I remember him going to no he hasn't done that yet so it is Ollivander that it's he's Ollivander in this because one. we find Ollivander in the basement in the ba- yeah the yeah. Malfoy's yep. basement yeah. we sure do um and so Ollivander the wand guy who really gets intimate with some of these wands later he's like licking them and sniffing them and like <laughs> oh it's firm it's but not too firm it's the right shape some of them I mean give him a break but yes it's and it's because uh, at the beginning of the movie <laughs> oh, oh, oh it smells like a freshman like I mean he's just handing out wands to children like you know <laughs> no oh my I'm brain helping. just went to an old dude handing out dildos to kids like that's where my brain went just now and it's not good did, did, you know, did that happen sometimes um, I allude to a joke and you know that happened oh I was like what the fuck <laughs> but he's like handing what out school did you kids? go like, to where like a crackhead is so flashing like they're just things are jiggling after so, <laughs> oh, God. okay oh. It, Daniel because we just because we haven't talked about it real fast I tickled so, this man I tickled uh, Voldemort knows that his and Harry's wands don't really work together because of the Goblet of Fire. So he takes Lucius Malfoy's wand, but still loses the quote-unquote battle to Harry Potter. And Harry's wand kind of acts of its own accord, um, which is shown in the scene rather than talked about, which is kind of cool, but also very confusing if you don't actually know what's happening. So, and now Daniel's... What he's saying is Voldemort's looking for reasons, alternatives, and just your turn. Huh? I mean, I've got nothing after that. Okay, Kelly. well, because he was well. torturing Ollivander asking about it. Right, so right. Know know the Elder Wand. So, um, you would know this off the top of your head, so I'll just ask you rather than Googling it. What's the uh, uh, unforgivable curse that makes you follow someone's orders? Imperius. Imperius. Imperio. We, we use it several times in the next movie. But that's how Lucius Malfoy got off from being accused of being a death eater. That he was Imperius. That yeah. he was being, like, he was oh, under that. Because he was just right. following orders. As an yep. Aryan, because there was a spell literally yep. making him follow yep. orders. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But he was also really, really powerful and really, really rich before that. Right. No, no, no. I get that because he's a white guy. But he also has Facts. the coolest wand by far. It's like curved with like a serpent head at the end. Yep. It, Dude, that shit is it's bad. It's in his because walking in stick. His, yeah. And his golfing stick. And his, Dude, in his cane. I mean, I will say <laughs> that's so classy dad has, as fuck. My grandfather gave my dad a cane that does that, but it's not a wand. It's a flask. Ooh, <laughs> nice. So today I watched Paddington 2 with my daughter. Sure. Dude, Hugh Grant has a fucking court, a sword cane. Like, yeah. that shit is badass. That's also, awesome. Paddington gets the line. He goes, oh, I recognize you. You were a famous actor. Well, you used to be. And he says that to Hugh Grant's face. Look, Hugh Grant, I just watched The Undoing <laughs> with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, and he was great. I've also, heard about that. Also, did you, did, you guys, did, Nicole Kidman. Can we just did, talk did about you need to woman? change after that? Like after Hugh Grant? No, no after her. It, yes, every time. Oh, good. She, dude, she's, she's beautiful. Eyes wide shut. 
I will that's say, all I'll say. Yeah, she's dude, beautiful. she gets naked in that. But um, she gets naked in Cold Mountain too. She, but that's a fucking does. long movie. It was well, a very cold mountain. You, you get to see, um, you get to see your butt and uh, eyes wide shut. I, I will say nothing has ever happened bad once you divorce Tom Cruise because she just got hotter and hotter and hotter. Yeah, I swear she's Katie hot. Holmes. <laughs> Isn't she? She's Give her happy. Time. She's oh, happy. okay. She'll work it out. Is that how that works? Happy. Her kids are happy. Mm. She's happy. Oh yeah, because they don't have the to. Uh... Siri and uh, Alexa. Yes. Because... It's Siri wasn't and something. She, wasn't she in Atlanta for a while? She was. Ooh. Okay. Well, every, yeah. Katie I mean, everyone is. ends up here. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Eventually, we get out, but everyone ends up back here. Uh, um, Phoenix, you rise back out. Boom. You know, we've been talking for over an Not hour. Not a Phoenix, a Thrasher, but Pow! maybe they'll be back. You know like what? One, day. Through, right? One day my Thrashers will come. We should uh, skip ahead and uh, let's just end this movie. This movie. Did um, you know that no, Voldemort's we can't end alive? It before we, go. we can't end it before we go to Godric's Hollow. Okay, go to yeah. Godric's That was in the first one? I'm trying! <laughs> yeah, that was the first one. All right, so Ron is Part fucking one. gone, and they decide to go to Godric's Hollow. The Ron done gone. They get there as themselves once again. Nonfiction. Anyways, so they get there as themselves on Christmas Eve. Um, and, of course, the first stop they make is the graveyard. Because Harry's like, do you think that they would be in there talking about his parents? So he's looking for his parents. Hermione sees this symbol that's been etched into her book on a gravestone. Mm-hmm. If they don't know what it is right now, it's not a rune. We know that. Um, it's a circle with a triangle and a line in it. That you're wearing four of right now. Three. Uh, you, you've definitely one, seen And then there's one it. on your breast. On the, uh, yeah. yeah, there's probably a couple. Two. You've right, definitely two. seen two, the symbol two. on a bumper sticker once or twice. For sure. It's a triangle so we don't with know a what circle it is with yet. a line. We don't yeah. know what it is yet. Um, but while they're in the cemetery, there is this creepy old hag standing there staring at them. So, of course, they know it's Bethilda Bagshot, so they go back with her, who's the author of A History of Magic. Uh, she's a neighbor of Dumbledore's. We found that out at the at the wedding with Miriam, Aunt Miriam, and Elphias mm. Doge. Uh, so they go back with her, and she her house is nasty. It fucking stinks. She gets Harry to come into a different room with her to talk to him. Um, and all hell breaks loose. The scene is stupid. They go into a nursery. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to symbolize because it's supposed to be a standalone home. So I know they're not going into anybody else's home. No, 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 no. no. But, shit, but they they were when were they, they row homes? Cause... Yeah, they were basically like townhomes. So they okay. went into the other house. All right. So in England, they call those row houses. So they broke mm. into the other house, which is stupid because it didn't happen in the book. Anyway, it turns out the little backshot has been dead for like a minute and she's Nagini. So, of course. Nagini is trying to attack them. She, in the book, calls Voldemort. I don't think he makes it to the house in the movie. I don't think that happens, but they leave. Hermione breaks Harry's wand. They end up back out, and they steal the the book, The Life and Lies of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they jet. Uh, they end up back in the woods. On the exit, Harry's wand breaks. So they take turns watching. He's using Hermione's wand. He hears a whole bunch of wrestling going on in the woods. And there, all of a sudden, is a giant shimmery doe of Patronus walking through the woods. And he just gets this feeling that it's safe. Um, Which I think in the books, he thinks it's a stag at no, first. He no, he knows it's a doe. Oh. And he's just not really sure. But he does get that feeling that, right. like, you should follow me. So he ends up at a lake. The sword is in the lake. 
Oh, it's he uh, strips, frozen, the he frozen strips lake, down. right? Yeah. He strips down, breaks open the lake, dives in for the sword, wearing the necklace. Like a dum-dum. Also, you never jump in a frozen lake, yes. especially yes. by yourself, because you don't and for the whole... And he walked out in the middle and made one hole. Like, why wouldn't you just break the whole lake open? But, but he also has his wand with him, though, so if... He's underwater and shit pops off. Well, okay. also, no, 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 let's make it even stupider here. Because he has Hermione's wand. Because his is oh, broken. Oh, right. Exactly. One less wand. The one competent person. Yeah, he right. doesn't have full allegiance to it. And, you know, the necklace. And just because he saw doe, a deer, a female deer. Yes. <laughs> so the necklace tries to run away. You're welcome. Essentially, and strangles him. And a mysterious person saves him. Oh, it's Ron. And he gets yep. the sword out. And then he destroys Bloody the locket. Hell. And in oh, the process... Oh, pulls his sword out? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, he does. Well, I remember when this movie first came out, and they were, like, going, oh, there's a sex scene between Harry and Hermione No, that's movie. there's really awkward kissing. There's, there's not, but that's what everybody advertised it as. There's really like, awkward kissing. Like, really, uh, yeah, really nasty oh, awkward kissing. them panties, girl. So the, wow. And it does happen in the book that they come out as, like, quote-unquote, more attractive versions of themselves. And I guess what that means is they're naked and Hermione's boobs are two inches higher than they should be. And then they make out. I, mean, I don't know. two inches is more than one inch. Well, and the also, fact that there's a cloud covering over, like, half of Hermione's butt so you can see the top yeah. half And again, of the movie. I'm telling you, man, she must have hated this movie. She oh, must yeah, have hated it. Yeah, absolutely. Because whoever the cinematographer, director, whatever, had, like, a weird David thing Yates. for teenagers. Like, that was something. David Yates. Um, so, yeah. Uh. I just remember that being hyped up as a big selling portion of this movie. It's like, uh, no. oh, you get to see Emma Watson uh, 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 naked. And it's here's, like, what, no. I don't know and, uh, what fucking forums you were on, but this no, 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 was no, no, no. not I, I'm going to give me. Daniel credit here because it made the, part of the trailer where they were kissing. Okay. It was that's the and, and And so that's what I remember, too. Because, again, I mean, she's a stone-cold hottie, and this is 2010 when I was... Sure. <laughs> God, how old am I now? 35? So 25, and she's almost my age. And so I, I don't have a chance because she has dignity. But, you know, <laughs> you get it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, th that I remember. And it's, you know, it's you know right. your standard Christmas release, which means there was trailers 100 a day back before we streamed everything, and so we never see commercials. Right. Um, well, that's so they, exactly the point. They used uh, that whole controversy as a selling point, and uh, I'm just sure. Garbage. Well, it, 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 that's it's what it was. It's at the page time. six nonsense, but still, yeah, I mean, it works because I mean, you're not going to put Ron on the front of anything sexy. Um, I'm sorry, man. He, well, then how sometimes does it, puberty hits people hard, man. I, that is very I, true. I, I ran yeah, out no, at I mean, the age of 30. All right, so you're not going to put uh, Ron on anything sexy? Then how does Ed Sheeran have a career? Because he's not mm. sexy. He has talent. Second, I will oh. say... I, <laughs> I, I will say, too, um, you know how we get drunk on our birthdays? Everyone does. Or, or something. We, we, get all, we, we have altered birthday? states. The week of my birthday. A, a friend, a, a friend of mine, a mutual friend of mine, um, not none of you. I said mutual because I I need friends. But a friend of mine uh, had a birthday, and she lives in Texas now. But I said happy birthday, and she was drunk when she responded to the Facebook message, and she goes, "Oh, thanks! I had such a crush on you in middle school." And here's the thing: 
no one has a crush on a man in middle school because Ooh, I did. males in middle school look like halfway between Frankenstein's monster and Slenderman. Uh, they're right? more they're, 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 I could barely walk in a fucking straight line. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. All right, so can I just say something real fast? Because I had a huge crush on this guy in middle school. And I was not a good-looking person in middle school. I mean, I was that nerd. I was the smart girl. I had glasses, braces, acne, you name it, I had it. Um, so I hated that this guy didn't like me back, right? And I went to this tiny private Catholic school. So there's only eight of us in our class. And one day I did this thing and I wrote him a note with lyrics from Heartbreaker and I gave it to him. And at the end of it, I wrote, uh, if you, if you ever grow up, give me a call. Ooh, and it's one of those things that nasty. like, it keeps me up at oh, night. I mean, my... it keeps me up at night. Cause I'm just like, I, I did that. It's one of those things where you're almost asleep and your brain goes, Hey, you remember that time that you gave Johnny that note? With the oh, sure. No, and, no. And, and, you guys. In February, he fucking sent me a picture of it. It was in a box at his house oh, 20 no. years later. What? 20 years later, this fucking shit survived. My brain was right to warn me about this. And I literally sat there and I went, all of my nightmares still exist. I never aged past middle school. This note written in green crayon from my brother's backpack in my mom's Astro van survived. And he sent me a picture with, how are you? And it's like, nothing is not good than now. Anyway, they're engaged now. They're going to be married in six months. So. Yeah, I haven't told my husband yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he doesn't listen. Also, I will say, <laughs> just to ease your tension, I saw a potential future drive past me at one point. So um, around Thanksgiving, I was uh, visiting my folks. Um, and one of the first... Um, crushes of mine was in the neighborhood because you meet the girl on the bus right like that's what happens right. and then my parents live in the same neighborhood this girl her name was uh, um andrea because she pronounced it that way uh she had long straight black hair and i mean this was seventh grade or whatever sixth grade like you know whatever but uh her parents still live in the neighborhood so i was driving out of the neighborhood and in the front seat driving was I assume her because she looked the same, but my age. Right. Next to her was her mom with straight black and gray hair and the like Christina Ricci and a Adam's family like hair, like forehead thing going. Like, mm. and in the back seat was a daughter who was 10 with the straight black hair who looked again exactly like her. It was three generations of my future driving the other direction. I was like, <laughs> holy shit, I've been married to Wednesday Adams. <laughs> and then my brain rebooted so hard, I forgot I was the one driving and had to be like, I, oh, correct. I just want to say, uh, <laughs> being married to an adult Wednesday Adams sounds kind of good. It's fine. It's totally fine. It was just weird to see three generations of the same woman who looked the exact same driving the opposite direction of me in the neighborhood I was driving away from my parents. My brain took a hard stop. Um, so, so you know how this movie ends? Because I don't. Um, <laughs> I'm blurring them together. Well, I watched them back to back like you did. There's a couple right. things that happen. Um, uh, they go to Mr. Uh, Lovegood's place. Uh, oh, right. Dad, who uh, is actually the person that explains what the Deathly Hallows are. Right. And he's having a nervous twitch and we don't know why. 
Until later, but yes. Right, um, but but he's he's like sweating and scratching himself right. like a junkie. Pretty Which much. I would have loved uh, if there was like a Harry Potter movie or any movie that had the animation style of what uh, his story is. I mean, that was that was the best part of this movie. It was gorgeous. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, um, uh, the Deathly Hallows, according to the story, are apparently three wizards uh, met death. And, um, and I, I mean, speaking of Tim uh, Terry Gilliam, it's like a kind of claymation version of what he does. It fe- it's incredible. Right. Um, but there are three brothers who essentially defeat death. It's it's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Well, they outsmart this them. They uh, outsmart they them. Outsmart. And they yeah. get three things, which is a stone which gives everlasting life. Which the resurrection I thought, stone. Which right. I thought was the sorcerer's stone from the beginning, but it's not. Right, no. it's a different stone. It's a different stone. Uh, a cloak of invisibility, which we've already been introduced to, cut and, from Death's cloak himself. Right. right, and the Elder Wand, which is the most powerful wand of all time. Right, right. and uh, what was it? The uh, person with the invisibility cloak is the one who actually Ignotus Peveril. Right, Ignotus Peveril, which He's is the one that apparently Harry's great, 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 great way something. Back. Yeah. Right, he's the last surviving. Person of Ignotus Peveril's line, and I, right. I want, and again, like Daniel said, the animation for this is it's gorgeous. Beautiful, it, yes. it's, it's, it's what I want. Beautiful. Like, and I mean, and speaking of Terry Gilliam, I want that Don Quixote or something because it's all like medieval mm. armor. Yeah. It's cool. Like, I really don't yeah. think that could have been done any better way, and it's so much better than just watching someone read a book. It's so. I think good. it was an amazing idea. It's. it's I love it. And as a directing choice, this might be the most incredible scene. Yeah, it's definitely the most beautiful scene by far. Um, By far. Um, And and then the Death Eaters show up at uh, Lovegood's house. So Lovegood calls them because they have Luna. They kidnapped Luna Mm -hmm. off the Hogwarts Express, which is a little extra background. Which I sympathize with because he clearly doesn't want to do it. Yes. Again... This is a scene, and again, Daniel, I get your complaints about this. You could almost cut 20 minutes out of this movie, but this is an incredible sequence from the be- when they arrive at the Love Goods to the end of this movie. Like, everything about it hurts. It hits. It, it hits. hurts. It does. And the, so they, they have to get out of there once the Death Eaters get there. So they disapparate. Um, after the, the house blows up. Why yeah, they, does it blow up in the movie? Because the Death the, Eaters attack. Death, they're Death shooting. Okay. They're randomly then, shooting in. By the okay. way, Dobby's the there at this point. No. No. He's not. No, 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 no. You're confused. So they. You fuckhead. Yeah, he's I mean, not there really? yet. So really? They, so they leave and they go in the forest and Harry says Voldemort, which is now taboo. And so that name saying Voldemort immediately calls. No, that's not how it happens, is it? It's how it happens in the book. They even talk about it in the movie, is it? They disapparate right into a fucking a horde of snatchers. Including Finner Greyback, who is the creepy guy that keeps saying he wants Hermione. It's because he's a werewolf, but he prefers to Virgins. eat and devour young well, women. They just oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. you talking about like the, the main snatcher? No, was... one of the other guys is like, can I have her? Like the really creepy guy. Mm. 
They just separated onto a beach right at this point. They're sat later. No, 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 later. no, no, no. Beach is no, later. In no. the wilderness, they go uh, to Malfoy Manor where everyone's locked yeah. in the basement. So the Snatchers take them to Malfoy Manor because they're pretty sure it's Harry Potter. They can kind of see the scar, but Hermione hits him with a bee sting jinx. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they get, so and then they get to Malfoy Manor. Bellatrix. No, Beatrix Potter. Bellatrix. Comes out and there's fucking, she's just throwing, throwing rabbits at him. Yeah. So they, they put Harry and Ron in the basement in the dungeons, basically. And Ollivander and Grip Hook and Luna. Luna are there. And Bellatrix tortures Hermione to find out what else they took from her vault. So this is how we know the sword of Gryffindor, which they had with them, was supposedly in her vault. She's like, we didn't take anything. She carves mudblood into her arm, which is a detail I did not think was needed. It never happens in the book. It's something oh, absolutely really? terrible that does not need to happen in the movies at all. She uses a Cruciata string. Uh, mm-hmm. They are, like, screaming and pounding on things. They send uh, Wormtail Dobby down. comes back. Dobby does come back. And that's and, how they disapparate. Oh, because well, fucking Harry pulls this fucking mirror out of his pocket that's never fucking discussed. From book five. Oh, yeah. And he's like, Caesar, help us. So he sends Dobby. And they're like, Dobby. So Dobby takes the grip hook, Ollivander, and Luna and gets them to safety. And then they hear the pop, I guess, in the book. I don't remember what happens in the movie because at this point in the movie, I just go, you're fucking stupid. Well, and so I mean, at this point in the movie, comes down the uh, stairs. Bellatrix is uh, torturing Hermione, right? Yeah, we went through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Draco shows up, and Harry at this point disarms Draco Malfoy, mm. right? After he takes Wormtail's wand, and Wormtail kills himself because he, he is magically indebted to Harry. And Dobby then drops a, a chandelier shoe. on Bellatrix. A, a yep. scene out of a, a Mr. Bean movie again, like oh no! It was far too long of a comedic sequence. It could have been a good ten seconds shorter, but I enjoyed it. And then uh-huh. at this point, depending at what place the moon is in the sky i'm sure you cried for 20 minutes because okay so here's what happened so what happened was (laughs) bellatrix goes how dare you betray your master and dobby says dobby has no master dobby is a free elf he steals all of their wands with his magic and they leave and bellatrix throws a knife as they leave and it's in the disapparation and when they land at shell cottage which is where bill and fleur are it's where Ron had been hiding out. That's how they knew how to get there. It stabs Dobby, and Dobby dies. So not only is that incredibly upsetting, but if you do the Warner Brothers studio tours, the only model that they have left of Dobby is that body. So when you're walking through and you're looking at the progression of what the goblins look like from the first movie to the final movie, and you're going through and you're looking at the dummies of Ron and Hermione in the lake from Goblet of Fire, and then you turn a corner and it's just fucking dead, bleeding Dobby right there in front of you, and it's like, why would you, you do a this hug, to but me? You know, COVID. Well, uh, <laughs> everyone can see right now, but uh, Kelly is definitely tearing up. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. I'm sure they can hear it. It's it's heart wrenching. And then the last thing he says is, you know, Harry Potter was my was my friend. I'm glad to be with my friends, and uh-huh. it's just. Yeah. And Luna closes his eyes, and that's, that's it. Like, and they bury them traditionally, yes. not with magic. Yeah, they, he insists on it, and and that's that's where we end this movie. Well, and it's just a well, fucking. No, 
Well, the very fair. end of the movie oh, is yeah. the the very last scene is Voldemort goes to Dumbledore's Dumbledore's grave and grave robs him of the Elder Wand because okay. it's revealed that we had missed Dumbledore that. Yeah. While, has while had While they were it. in the basement, Harry sees into Voldemort's mind and he realized that it was Grindelwald that had the wand. Stole yeah, it. Right. He stole it from. Um, from the other wand maker, Gregorovich. Yeah. Right. Which we kind of glossed Who over. Who we see, like, it, we, we've met Gravor, right? Because he was in the uh, Goblet of Fire. He was not. He was in the book. No, well, no I thought Crumb's he was the head wand. of one of the armies. No. It just has Crumb's, another Crumb's, similar name. Crumb's wand is made by Grigorovich. Grindelwald uh, right. is, one of the, is the dark wizard that Dumbledore defeated, which we've heard about a couple of times. He steals the wand from Grigorovich. And then uh, Voldemort goes to Nuremberg prison, asks, Nuremberg? Nuremberg. <laughs> <laughs> the Nuremberg trials and the Harry Potter. And mm. no, but it, it's it's similar on purpose. But I'm, I'm um, sure it is. Subtle. You know, asked him and he's like, you know who has it. And so then he kills um Grindelwald finally as well. And then Grave Robs. Grave Robs. Yep. And then, that's literally the last scene where like, yeah. you know, if you thought you had a plot device, you should be buried. Just gonna throw that out there, uh, but whatever. You just see like Ray finds heavy breathing over a corpse and taking floating along. over a corpse for some reason, like literally yeah. just floating there because off the size of okay. his massive wand. Um, okay, so uh, let's wrap this. Let's puppy up because we've been talking for two and a half hours. Yeah. So Myron, what do you think? Does it hold up? I do like this. Uh... Part one. I mean, it it does a good since they had time to split over two movies. It give it gave them a little more time to hit the main plot points well. Um, so that lined up with the book, yep. pretty much. So yep. it was good. It it kept me engaged because and I th- and I think that was a good uh, halfway point of Voldemort um, getting the Elder Wand, and now he's like, oh shit, now. He's like really unstoppable at this point. Uh, and I, I think it, it left, it was a good point to leave off wanting to know what, you know, what the next part is. Um, <laughs> in general, I hate two part movies. Just, it, they're ridiculous. Either combine it into one movie or make it a mini series on TV or something, but this is just. The fact that this is part one already uh, raises red flags with me. And uh, even beyond that, this movie, especially in the last half, was boring. I don't care about these characters going on a uh, camping trip in the woods. I mean, there were some interesting parts, but I think they could have been folded into a full movie uh, with part two, which we'll get to uh, next week. And... um, I don't know. I remember seeing this in theaters, uh, going to the midnight show, and uh, I didn't like it then. I didn't. I don't like it now. I'm going to make one quick correction, Daniel, only because um, this is our Patreon episode, so it'll be next month. Um, but I will say, um, at one point in the future, maybe a various Spider-Man, maybe this time Tom Holland, will edit it into one movie. Um, <clears throat> But I'm going to only disagree with you because 
I agreed. I would have agreed with you the first time I saw it if I didn't rewatch it for this. I thought the first time it was too long in the woods. I thought like the weird sexual chemistry that was never resolved just felt empty. This time I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, I thought the movie could have been tightened a bit, but that doesn't mean it needed to change much. I will disagree with Kelly in that I think this movie succeeds from a suffering that so many things had changed along the franchise over the previous six movies that at a certain point they just had to resolve everything, and that means resolving all the inconsistencies throughout all the six previous movies. So... Yeah, it doesn't align with the book, but at a certain point, you just have to make a movie end. Um, I enjoyed it. I like the second one better, which is stay tuned for next month. But I will say it just depends on what kind of movie you like. If you're interested in the relationships, fine. This is the one you want. If you're interested in the special effects of the magic, I think the second one has more magic and more effects. And that being said... I want the special effects magic nonsense. And I, you know someone I missed from this movie who is in the next one and he's great is Neville. I feel bad because Neville is the boy who's forgotten. Like, it's the one thing that this movie, this franchise has, which I miss, which, which no other franchise has. Like, what if you were almost the savior? Exactly. And Neville the, the, movies, the movies never talk about that. That is a book thing yeah. only. And then Neville gets his day in the last movie several times. And that's why I like it more because, I i mean, I don't know who you are. I'm never going to be Harry Potter, but I could almost be a Neville. Well, I mean, right? if I put those John Lennon glasses on, you could be Harry Potter. I mean, but could I have the smolder? No. Damn straight. And that's for someone <laughs> who likes me. So, Kelly, take us home. Okay. I... I like this movie better than the second because I feel like the second let me down on a huge level because of the connection I feel to the seventh book. It was my first book that I got as it came out. It saved me. We kind of went through that in a few of the other episodes. Um, so I like this better because I feel like for the most part, it's closer. Sure. I will say that I don't necessarily disagree with Daniel, but I'm going to take a different look. I feel like six and seven should have been split up into three movies. Yeah. Or six and seven should have been split up into two movies because the, the camping could have been cut. I'll give you that. But yeah. I will say if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, which I am, the camping didn't bother me. I will. Uh, to but, your, sorry, I would just say to your point, the only thing I disagree with, I agree with Daniel and don't like about this is this started the trend and The Hobbit should never have been three movies. That is a fucking fact. Good That's start. That's right. But um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy came out first, and it did blend books. It did. So I think if Harry Potter had done that, and even if it was still three parts, there was a lot of six that was left out. We didn't get Dumbledore's funeral. We didn't get the history to Dumbledore's funeral. We didn't get anything about anything related to that and the anything that I'm going to get into in part two. And I feel like if we had taken those three movies or the, these, these two books and made them three movies with no set cut, I would have enjoyed that better. We had extended six a little bit. So you'd have called it Harry Potter and the, the going on and the, whoa, whoa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 
exactly. You're right because yeah. it's because it Harry was Potter done... senior year, the graduation, yeah. like spring break <laughs> woo. <laughs> right. Because it was done book by book, that would have been right. really hard to do. But I think the seventh book came out the same summer the fifth movie came out. That's correct. They could have made it work marketing wise. They really could have. So you really wanted four instead of two movies. I want a six, one, and two, and a seven, one. No, and two. I still want the three. I just feel like extend the six a little bit into seven, part one, and then. I. Hmm. I kind of hate the uh, trend where people just don't want to watch long movies, quote unquote. I mean, one of my personal favorite movies is Once Upon a Time in America, which is almost four hours. I long. mean, now that they have the reclining yeah. seats. Yeah. They didn't used to have the reclining That's seats. True. And speaking as someone with a physical disability, sitting in a regular chair, even for the fifth movie, I'm glad I wore a skirt. I had to take my prosthesis off. Like, I was in a lot of pain. I will mm. say there needs to be, like, a king of Hollywood or a queen of Hollywood who just well, says, I mean, of course, but, like, <laughs> what's that fucking Queen's Gambit, Chess for Dummies, whatever that movie is? That was a really good series. I like it. But you could also have made it into a three-hour yes, movie. Yes, you could have. That's what I'm saying. Like, because that should have been one movie. Harry Potter, that last season could have been an entire eight-part series. If someone yeah. decided, right? to, like, if someone decided to do a, a Game of Thrones for Harry Potter, like, I would, I would probably be in it. I, that I would, would, I would be, be so great. ready for it. You know, Kelly. And uh, the first no, you shut your whore mouth. The first episode <laughs> could be a made-for-TV movie, like two-hour movie of just the first book. Everything else after that could be season after season because that first book could be two hours. Do you know what I think would yeah. be better? What's that? I think... Hardcore yeah, pornography. You're right. But maybe <laughs> let's not set the books by a season and maybe the first season is exactly what you asked for. It's the history. It's the first Wizarding Dude, War. that first Wizarding War is, is actually interesting. Dude, like a young Lucius Malfoy with like a, a, a man bun... Like fighting that shit against exactly ag- against like Dumbledore. Dumbledore is like a general. He's still in this a part shit. of it. Like he's oh. a huge part of it. He was still headmaster at Hogwarts. Like it's so. Anyways, um, my take as a movie is that the movie stands up. None of the effects hurt me. Um, and I am fully capable of appreciating a movie as a movie. I can do that. As long as I've never read the book. So, <laughs> thank you Man, so much for listening. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. We're glad to have had you. Uh, this has been Harry Potter Part 1. So st- stay tuned. I will be back to annoy you guys with my negativity extra again next month with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. And we're out. How long was that? Myopia Movies is produced by Nick Hoffman and Daniel Settis. It is hosted by Nick Hoffman and Daniel Settis. Mission Briefing is hosted by John Coxey. Podcasts are edited by Daniel Settis and Patreon is edited by Nick Hoffman. Our engineer is Nick Hoffman. 